0: All right, guys, this week we have a special Nordy nominations episode. We argue over the secrets of Dumbledore trailer. Christmas rewatch comes in hot like Turbo Man with Jingle All the Way, and we get excited about winning time, potting like we're the Showtime Lakers. Let's go. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys?
1: Doing very well, man. Oh, I'm I'm good. How I'm, are you?
0: I'm great because we're doing Nordy nominations. Uh what is it? Our 5th? I want to say 5th. 5th annual. Sure. Yeah, let's I'm go not with really fifth. sure?
1: You make up the numbers as you go anyway when you yeah. talk to plate pieces. It's
0: between yeah. 3 and 6. Let's roll. We got a bunch of them. It's a it's the Nordies. It's the most prestigious awards in all of Northeast Minneapolis. Yep. And and maybe beyond.
2: And I love it. The one thing, well, I love so many things about it. But I like how it's just, it's vague enough that it's they had the best year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like anybody yeah. can win. And it's you just arbitra- have to have the best year. You don't have to be new. You don't. You can be old. You can be whatever you want. You just have to have a killer year.
1: And it's arbitrarily up to us.
2: Oh, it's very arbitrary. I mean,
1: financially, the, some of these places could be in the tank, right? <laughs> oh, yes. But to us, we're like, hey, you had a great year. Great. Here's a Nordy.
2: Yep. I love it. Can't wait.
0: I can't wait either. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But before we dive into the Nordy nominations, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for... Thanks. Much thanks. appreciated. Yeah. All right. What are we drinking today, guys? We are at Indeed.
1: Mm. Indeed. Indeed we are. Um, this is Cal. Calida. Is that is that how you'd say it? it Such, yeah. Calida. It's a West Coast style
2: IPA. 7% ABV. It's like an old school IPA. Really pretty looking label on this can.
1: Cool can. Cool color of the beer. Gives me all sorts of like 2014 vibes. It's a nice little beer. It's a good sipper. What do you think? I
0: really like it. Super easy drinker.
2: For 7%, doesn't taste boozy, not hot. Good stuff. Good shit indeed. Oldest tap room in Northeast. Probably one of the first. Beers we tried on the Nordy's podcast. Probably. Had to have been from Indeed. Maybe, maybe even a Growler. Oh, I remember those. Remember, those when, they, remember when those were cool? <laughs> Make sure you drink all of it the very first day because uh. those caps don't really steal the beer. You have four hours to finish yeah. this.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's. Um Let's move on to our Nordy nominations. Let's just do it. Let's get it out of the way. I'm so excited. Okay, so first up, guys, this is a big one in everything. This is, uh, you know, probably the one that we look forward to the most every year. Here are our nominations for the TV drama of the year.
2: Oof, we're starting big. Yeah, this is the opposite of what they do, like at the the Oscars and. I think we'll do it. They start with like, you know, best short film, um, animated sound mixing documentary yeah exactly
0: (laughs) i think that we will do that order next week even though all of our awards are fire yes Um, but this week we're starting from the top so here we go tv drama um first up we have netflix's squid game
2: fun fucking great show um i bet if we open it up to the audience this could easily win everybody
1: watched it i think from a popularity contest squid game could win easily because it's the most watched show in netflix history right um, from a quality of the content standpoint, that's what we'll debate behind the scenes and get back. To well,
2: it. yeah, I mean, we're gonna have debates. Uh, can't wait to hash it out with you guys. But um, it definitely, definitely deserves a nom.
0: All right, next up we have Disney Plus's WandaVision.
2: Started it all.
0: Kicked off the whole thing, man.
2: Yeah, really enjoyable show. Um, can't so, really say what was anything bad about it.
0: Lizzie Olson was amazing. She kind of stole the hearts of America and the world. With her performance as Wanda, started off a little slow though. Yeah, it did with the, you know, the
1: black and white, and and then it was like, oh, what are we doing? I know. I was like, I was
2: like, dude, am I gonna hate this show? But then eventually got really liking it. Yeah, yeah, Paul Bettany too, massive, like, super, super fucking nice job. Despite
1: Eric's uh, desire to hate him, ended up enjoying his performances. I think. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, All right. uh, Next up, we have um, HBO's White Lotus. This was a surprise,
2: huge shocker, huge surprise. Who brought this, Ryan? This is me. This yeah, is a, yeah, this yeah. is a Ryan show. Just, yeah. just take your bow here because, um, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I would have watched it after like all the critics caught on, but I got to watch it right away because you watched it the night it dropped. I did, and I hadn't. Nobody, we, we didn't talk about this coming into production. No, no idea,
1: nothing. I, I think I said like I don't know how I feel about it, but you guys should
2: watch it. Yeah, to, and tell to, me what you think. Yeah, and to make up my mind for me. I really loved this. Um, if we had a category for. Um, Short, although it's getting a second season, but it was billed to us as a one-off, right? Which is such bullshit. They need to end that category, anyways. Limited series, because when it does well enough, it's no longer limited. Now it's unlimited. Um, But dude, what a fucking six eight episodes, just awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: Star of the entire show, a guy we'd never even heard of. Yeah. Armand.
2: Armand. Love Armand. It's got a
1: bunch of big stars in the show, and he was the best one.
0: Anyway. All right. uh, Next up, we have disney Plus's loki
2: what a show really solid this is a front runner i'll say i mean i know there's a couple that we're gonna have to argue about and hash it out with but this show was electric from start to finish
1: only one like episode where we were questioning the decision making everything mm-hmm. else especially the
2: ending was fire as hell yep
0: next up hbo max is mayor of Easttown.
2: yeah another i think they called this a limited and maybe this one actually is going to be i can remember did they say there's a season two coming no i
1: think it's limited
2: yeah uh, dude i mean really 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 great stuff like super well done kate winslet's just like a fucking just a boss actress and she didn't even look like herself in this she was so good yeah this has a
0: chance and uh finally hbo max's succession
2: i think if eric could pick right now it'd be over but luckily we all get to vote and we get to hash it out uh eric what do you think
0: I think Succession is going to win a lot of awards. Yeah, like on a national, world, and world level. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to feel that way. But hey, this is this is the Nordys podcast.
2: I think that uh, we don't have to pay we're, attention. We're to We're men of, of the shit. people. Oh, we absolutely.
1: Are. And I think the most. I think one thing we always talk about is like how essential is the show. I think Succession and Squid Game were by far and away the two most essential shows. Mm. Now we love Loki and the comic book movies, or sorry, the comic book shows. I don't know if they're as essential Mm -hmm. as something like Succession or Squid Game would be. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I kind of agree.
0: All right, guys, moving on next to TV comedy of the year. We have six set up for this. We start with Apple. What What is Apple's thing called? Apple Plus? Apple TV Plus? Apple TV Plus is Ted Lasso. Yeah, I think we all watch this.
1: It deserves a nom. I think season two was not quite as good as season one, but it should be on there for the comedy
2: category. People love it. I think that everybody... People love it. Got oh, on you guys, we
0: forgot Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> and like four people just shut this off. <laughs>
2: yeah. People are like, wow, they're ripping on my favorite show of <laughs> all time. They didn't watch Yellowstone. Sorry. Fuck this show. They must not know anything about TV but if they didn't But if you listen love... to
0: this pod, it's kind of a running joke at this point. So. Yeah. All right, we have uh, FX's Reservation
2: Dogs. Breakout. I mean, if we had a new show of the year, this could this could win. Um Really, really? Did you guys watch the whole thing? Did no. you guys finish it?
1: I didn't finish it yet. Okay, I'm like two episodes
2: left. I did, and I thought it got better and better too. So really, really, really great Dang. show. Definitely deserves the nom for comedy.
0: All right, next up we have HBO Max's *Curb Your Enthusiasm*.
2: God, is it still? It's still amazing.
0: I thought, yeah, I th- think it's been a really fun season, and uh, I mean, one of the most interesting and original types of comedies that there are.
1: When Larry David eventually passes away, I hope people like now, like remember and appreciate the insanity of his brain mm-hmm. and that we get to enjoy it on the screen every even weekend. at this
2: age we've been enjoying his comedy for he's given us so much it's like 2000 and he's not slowing down and that is you you're right people say like when somebody dies you know they write these nice obituaries and shit we're saying our nice things right now to larry david while yeah. he's still alive and i know he's listening because you know everybody does right
0: yeah all right uh next up we have FX's what we do in the shadows just season a, three, for just a great season. Like based, just
2: pure comedy. Like what show makes me laugh the most? This is probably it.
1: It's one of it's them up for sure. there. I mean, yeah. I
2: think we got another one coming here that that's going to be a mention for that too. But dude, what we do in the shadows is a treasure. And this was by far and away their best season. Yep, and it's not even close. Yep, and it the other seasons like, were good. I think it was. It's like three, one, two. I suppose. I would agree, but I would say three uh jackie
1: daytona one and two like <laughs> yes. that's where that's
2: how you i would can't rank forget it. yeah jackie Ta- daytona oh my god
0: um next up we have hulu's only murders in the building another big surprise of the year totally
2: yeah this show was great it, it needs a nom i mean it, it definitely is a comedy um but kind of like you know crossed over a little bit into some drama and made you had the mystery aspect of it kind of some you know suspense and action uh Checked a lot of boxes. It was really good. And it
1: was more like meant to play as like unintentionally
2: funny. Yeah. Right? It's meant to, you know, especially like Martin Short's character. It's was dry, but the characters are so silly that yes. it's like, yeah, yeah.
0: But really good. I agree. And then finally, we have former Nordy winner FX's Dave.
2: Can it can it repeat on season two? I don't know. I think it was a very good season. I don't know if it was as good as season one. Um I think they were both great. I don't really, I'm not trying to complain about the show. I just don't think it's like way better than season one where it's going to break away with it then.
1: Yeah. And the first two episodes really kind of detract from what ended up being a really good season You're right.
2: Yeah. Like the last, I don't know, two thirds or half was just excellent, excellent stuff. But how many people didn't make it that far too, you know? Um, Yeah, dude. Solid nominees. Solid. The comedies, comedies were good this year. Very good.
0: All right, so moving on to TV animated of the year. Uh, we start with... Uh, Which is a new category yeah.
2: for yeah. this season. Yeah, there's just an, enough now, like high-profile adult animated TV shows that we can make a category for it because I don't want to cut these out. I don't want these to be like kind of left by the wayside.
1: They're important shows.
2: Yeah, big shows. They really are. Um, do you want to just read these off? We don't have to talk about each one, and then we'll just kind of...
0: Yeah, so we'll go through the nominees quickly. We have Arcane. No, it's Netflix. Netflix. Yep, no, no, another it,
2: Ryan fucking heater.
0: Invincible, uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was a Jimbo heater. Yeah. What if uh, from Disney Plus? Uh, we have The Bad Batch from Disney Plus. We have Love, Death, and Robots. It's Netflix. 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 Yep. And Big Mouth from Netflix. Yeah. So new new uh, awards for us with that one.
2: New awards. I I'm so I know what Ryan wants to pick. I think I know what Eric wants to pick. I'm torn personally between two of them. I'm excited to debate that one.
1: The problem is, I think the two that we would be torn between, I don't think Eric's watched one second of either of them. Mm. Mm. I did and,
0: watch some of Invincible. Okay. A couple episodes. You're going to you you have to watch some thing. Arcane. You need to watch some Arcane, too.
2: I think we just... Yeah, that's okay. Then, <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry for the spoiler, no, but we're going to hash this out. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to explain <laughs>
1: that. We don't, we don't have to explain ourselves to anybody. No. Exactly. We think this the way is we our think. fucking awards. Yeah. Let's go.
0: You make your own awards. All right. Network of the Year. HBO Max, former winner. Hulu, yeah. had a strong year. Netflix, former winner. Disney Plus, former winner. Uh, Amazon and Apple. Okay.
1: I will tell you this right now. Just based on their user interface alone, Amazon is in dead last. <laughs> I don't care what kind of shows yeah. they put out. The fact that, that you, I have to like... Look at every single option and be like, "Is there a dollar sign over that one, or has it got the yellow check
2: mark?" It's insane. Uh, that yeah, thing their interface sucks. sucks. Yeah, I, I, they had a couple of big shows, but unfortunately, they don't stand a chance. Let's just be honest.
0: Okay. Um, next up, we have movie of the year. Um, five of these have come out. Yep, <laughs> and one has
1: not.
2: Remember yeah. the last time we did this? And uh, Wonder Woman? Yeah, yeah. we nominated. <laughs> well, we're giving. Well, you'll see we're, which we're, which we're movie we're giving thing. a preemptive, but. It's, I think it's going to deserve it.
0: So here we go. Movie of the year, we have uh, The Suicide Squad.
2: Deserves it. Great film. Can't wait.
0: We have, uh, we'll hear more about it later, Power of the Dog.
2: Yeah, this one is actually going to be one that crosses over to like everybody's top, like the actual critics' top. Uh, it yep. could win Best Picture. So Ryan it's, and I both watched it this it's week. It's definitely we'll, going to be nominated. We'll talk about it a little bit later.
0: Okay, um, next up we have Shang-Chi.
2: Fucking love this movie. A lot of fun.
0: We have a preemptive nomination for Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. this better be good.
2: It better be good because we don't want to <laughs> fucking put our foot in the mo- our okay, mouth. Okay, well we're again. gonna we're
1: gonna make a rule though. Yeah, this movie is just like okay, we're no longer preemptively nominating movies, and yeah. what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a cutoff date. And then we got to write it down mm. and remember that oh, for next year, yeah. we'll put it on to that one because our cutoff, our, our fiscal year ends on like December
2: 18th. we will have to mm. publicize that. So studios like that. make sure to get their movies out if they want to make this award Nordy Awards season. So. It seems to make common sense. Yeah. yeah. They might have to do those like limited release things where they drop it in a few theaters just sure. to make the cut.
0: Yeah. <sighs> next up, we have Bond, No Time to Die.
2: <sighs> Fucking smoker. Huge movie. Huge movie. Yeah.
0: And then... I heard uh, it was good. <laughs> fi- finally, we have Dune.
2: Dune, Dune. Dune. Um, God, some some good movies did not make the cut. Um, you know, one thing that I don't think it's gonna get, it would deserve a nom. But we haven't seen the new Matrix movie yet. Yeah. And it is coming out this year. Hopefully cool. And I'm, I think it's probably the right decision not to give it the preemptive. Yeah. um, For dude, sure. I am like, is on the hype scale, it's high. High for really? me. Really? Oh, I'm so excited uh, for High it. on
0: the hype scale, but also just remember they've had three movies and two of them weren't very good. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> high on the hype scale,
1: <laughs> expectation scale should be appropriately all said. All right.
2: All right. Yeah. yeah it, it wouldn't get one, I'm sure. But all right, dude, that's a, that's a good chunk. Um, God damn. We're off to a good start. Let's All right, next
0: up, we have Actor of the Year. We start with Benedict Cumberbatch. He was in the Mediterranean, Mar- Power of the Dog, Life of Lewis Wayne, and Spider-Man, No Way Home. Also, he was in the cartoon What If.
2: Yeah, he did the voice for that. Dude, he has been busy. So And busy. his stock has probably never been higher. And so this, this award in particular is sort of like, how high is your stock right now, right? Like, who had a fucking killer year where they broke out and they're now at a different level than they were before?
0: I think he's a big 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 deal like he's he has been for years he's won awards he's in popular movies he's in artistic movies he plays emotional roles he's got a good sense of humor he can do it all I mean he's an action star he's super he's just like one of the most talented actors in the world
2: yeah yeah you'll see, so when you watch power of the dog dude you're gonna be pretty blown away by his performance
0: all right. Next up, we have Keith Stanfield. I think we had him nominated last year as well. Yeah,
2: he's had a he's been on a hell of a run. Um, what movies was he in he this year? He was in year, Judas though?
0: and the Black Messiah. Yep. The Harder They Fall, and he was on the TV show Yusuke.
2: Right, that was like that. Um, he actually produced that thing too. It was like an animated uh, ninja true story of like a the, the a black samurai or mm. something. Didn't I tried to watch it? Uh, a little bit boring. Turned it off. But um, yeah, I'm sure it, he was good. And, I think
1: we had him nominated before for Atlanta, and then thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, he deserved it then. He deserves it now. Yeah. I think this year he has a lot better chance to to win
0: All than right. he did last year. Next up we have uh, Kieran Culkin. He was in Succession and No Sudden Move um we had a hard time picking succession actors because so many of them are so good yeah a lot of them are going to be up for awards this year kieran kalkin is kind of uh maybe his star is shining the brightest right he now.
2: he also had a really really good monologue on snl yeah. he just had like a big year in general for him so
1: i thought he was one of the top 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 performers on succession this season
2: yeah like the scene stealer when it's hard to steal these scenes when everybody's so good especially and then when you only have like maybe like two or three lines i mean just even him like
1: sulking in front of his dad when he sent something you know inappropriate like just yeah. just just the like the body
0: performance <sighs> is great seriously
2: the yeah. nonverbal shit from that scene or yeah. the room was just amazing yeah he's he's awesome
0: next up we have will smith for his role in king richard
2: yeah he he is not i watched You know, more than half of that. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Not necessarily my cup of tea with like a biopic and a period piece and all those things and sports movie. Oh, boy. It's It's a lot stacked up against it. It's the Um, triumvirate of don't watch it for Jimbo. Right. (laughs) Exactly. But he's great. I mean, he's he's so good. And he just had a big year, like kind of bouncing back from all his weird like shit with his wife, you know, like Jada's like always talking shit and being like, yeah, I wish I could have been with Tupac instead. And then he's got to respond to that. Are they still together? Yes. Yes. They should not, just get they're divorced. Not, they're not really together. No, I think they're I they're, think it's just they're compli- together like Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are it's, together, it's which too is too complicated the, the to the like
1: unwind their finances. So yeah. like, just let's just
2: not even mess with <laughs> right. it. We're not together, but you know, legally yeah. we're together. But no. yeah, he's having a good year. I mean, it's really nice to see him like step into a role. Like he did that concussion movie. Mm-hmm. And you're sort of like, man, is this going to be him like, you know, up for awards and he it sucked. Like the movie sucked. His performance was silly. <laughs> It's good to see him on top right now.
0: Um, We have the guy I hope wins some big awards this year um, because I think he is just on top of the world acting-wise, and that is Brian Cox, who was in Separation, but mostly known for his role in Succession.
2: I was going to say mostly known for his role in Super Troopers, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's so good um, as Logan Roy. I think he when 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 all of the great acting in succession is happening the one who wins in succession and on the screen acting wise is Brian Cox. Yeah. He's he's incredible and I really hope he he'll get nominated for everything and I hope he brings home some big awards cuz that guy is incredible.
2: Yeah, he's he embodies that character, dude. He's unbelievable.
0: And then finally we have Timothy Chalamet. He was in the French ditch, Dispatch Dune a man named Scott and Don't Look Up.
2: Dude worked his ass off this year.
0: Working out like crazy. Um, it's a lot of work for a tiny, tiny frame. <laughs> and is is definitely uh, one of the biggest names and also biggest rising stars in entertainment.
1: Eric, you got a lot of homework from between the time we have announced these to the time we actually announced the yeah, winners. True.
2: You got a lot of shit to see. You got some stuff.
0: All right. Next up, we have Actress. And uh, we're going to start with Rebecca Ferguson. She was in Reminiscence and Dune.
2: Yeah, she's great, fantastic. Reminiscence was trash, but she's good in Dune, and I think that she gets the nom. We really loved her in uh, in like Mission Impossible movies, she's and great. Then what was she in something else recently too? Not super recently, but anyways, she's great. We love her for the nom.
0: All right, uh, next up we have this one is for one one role only. Okay, we're given we're given props for one role. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge was in Swan Song. Arlo the Alligator Boy, Single All the Way, and the reason she's nominated for what she did on The White Lotus. You didn't mm-hmm. see Single All the Way? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> she is... That's next dude, up on our holiday so
2: like heartbreaking and likable and then hateable and then likable. She manic. was so fucking good on on uh white, white lotus. lotus so yeah for that and i think she's kind of having uh, a cool renaissance as well i would mm-hmm. say i i bet we start seeing her in more kind of complicated instead of just they used to just bring her in when they needed like the stepmom milf you know yeah. like something somebody silly straight comedic relief but she's funny and she's serious she's everything she's great
0: all right uh sarah snook from succession Makes the list. For sure. We've talked a lot of succession. Haley Steinfeld from Arcane and Hawkeye. She seems like one of the true rising stars in the industry right now. She's stealing the show on Hawkeye. Yep. Pretty much carrying the team on Hawkeye. <laughs> She's carrying Literally. the show, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Kate Winslet, who is obviously incredibly talented and did some amazing work on Mare of Easttown. And we have... I I mean, not many people's stars shining as bright as Zendaya, mm-hmm. who was in Malcolm and Marie, Space Jam, Dune, and will be in Spider Man No Way Home.
2: And she's gonna be in Euphoria, which I think starts
0: like the January.
2: It might be January. I mean, that is I don't know if she had new episodes of Euphoria in twenty twenty one. But That's a big gear. She's just dude, she just makes great choices and she delivers on everything. Um She's going to be just a huge star for so many years.
0: All right, guys. So we need your help on one of these awards. Beer of the Year. We need you guys to send in your nominees for what the Beer of the Year is, and we will announce it on next week's award show. So send in what beer you had from what brewery in Minnesota that was the best one you had all year. We've tried a ton of things. It's so hard to remember. We've tried
2: everything, and then it's like we always say, damn, this could be a nominee for Beer of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and then we literally, th- 13 seconds later, we can't remember it.
0: Yeah. So yep. help us out with that. Send in your nominees for your favorite beers and help recognize your favorite local breweries for the amazing work that oh, they
2: Oh, yeah. We would like them local, by the way. But you guys could figure that out.
0: All right. Bre- uh, Brewery of the Year. Brewery of the Year. We have Junkyard, former winner from Moorhead. I think they won. I think they won. Maybe they. I don't did. know. I don't think. They they, did. I don't think. No, they they've, they've just been nominated went. over and over again. Yeah. They did not.
2: And they started doing sixteen ounce cans this year. Yeah. So yeah, it's this could be it for them.
0: We have Portage. Where are they from? Marshall.
2: Uh, Jimbo. I was there. Walker. Walker, Walker Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, way out there, like three something hours. But dude, they send in ship in the crawlers. Ryan fucking loves it, and it's so good. And their tap room's awesome. We're gonna make it out there someday.
0: They're doing sixteen ounce cans now too.
2: Really, yeah,
0: definitely newcomers of the year. Um, falling knife, yeah. falling knife, just knife nominated ton last year as
2: well for the first time. Uh, Do it; they're just they don't miss.
0: Uh, all right, and then our our three uh, past winners,
2: the stalwarts. Yeah, these these guys all deserve it again. Black
0: another huge year, putting out more th- stuff than ever. Uh, if anything, it's just fatigue of having so many good fucking beers from them, which would make you not buy it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, modest former winners. Huge year for them. Every time you go to the, the store, there's a ton of their stuff. And Fair State, another former winner, mm-hmm. same story, making amazing things. I mean, Minnesota beer has really upped its game in the last two, three years. It's been fun to be covering it. I feel like we were kind of
1: at the forefront of it, but, you know, we didn't
0: have a lot of options right away. We did not. All right, uh, next up, we have Restaurant of the Year, All right. This is my um, least favorite category, by the way, because I never get to try any of the shit. <laughs> <industry. laughs> yeah, it's tough,
2: but it, it's one of the most fun things to give too, because it's we usually give it to like a new place that's opened up that everyone's excited about, and um, they usually acknowledge their win, and it's kind of it's kind of been a fun All one. All right, we give. have Stepchild. Have you been there? No. So it's it's right in on the corner in like the fancy northeast, right when you cross like yeah. over first. Um, it's a great. It's like owned by like a group of like young professional black. I think men, a couple black dudes. Um, And it's like really cool in there. It's like new American food. It's it's pretty awesome. I put that on the list. It's probably what I'll vote for, but I can be convinced on a couple of these other ones too.
0: All right, we have uh, Josefina.
2: Dude, fire. Did you go there recently or are you going there soon? Going soon. We went there, by the way. Yeah. We went there together one time. We did? Yeah. When it was like everything lifted and we wore our masks in and sat down oh and we had pizza we shared a bunch of shit yeah and we that sat place upstairs. was good yeah that was fire mm-hmm. and you told our guy the the hot dish guy you'd never been there and i was gonna correct you but i'm like nah, that'd be awkward you in the pod so i'll just me. correct you on the pod two weeks later which is maybe more awkward so a little awkward but it's a great spot
0: yeah sorry hot dish all right uh next up vivier don't this know that one never heard of it this is uh, the new restaurant at Centro. Uh, they specialize in breakfast and like food to go. They're also a little market. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The place yeah. is awesome. It used to be like a fancy restaurant. Yeah. And they replaced it with this place. Great breakfast spot. Uh, rectangle Pizza, kind of taken over there in Malcolm Yards. They're in the North Loop, um, making Detroit style pizza accessible to it's the masses. It's so
2: good. It's really, really good. It's rectangle with a W. Yep. Um, Bolero. Bolero. Do uh, you mean Boludo.
1: Beludos, yeah sorry i spelled okay. it i was trying to remember which one it was that's the like the triangle port uh brazilian
2: oh, pizza or whatever it is fucking yeah. did you get one yep. have you had one no i haven't had Belludo one yet. Pizza
0: oh my god and their uh what are they
2: empanadas empanadas are ooh. like maybe even better ooh. this is like i got a and b already in mind so i was gonna we'll, say so we'll you see. need some convincing we like to give them to northeast places so like stepchild has that advantage or vevere but i don't know baludo pretty awesome um And it's kind of cool, like, ethnic food you don't necessarily get. I think it's, like, Brazilian stuff, right?
0: and then uh, Bebezito. Oh, shit. Killing the ice cream game, killing the burger Multiple locations already. Multiple locations, places blowing up. They were doing just Saturday burgers. I would go get the burgers, and there would be, like, a line out the door. And then you'd bring me the burger and drop them off,
2: so I was happy about that. Yeah,
0: place is amazing, great ice cream. Is this the place across from Hi-Hi? No, this is, uh, it's in, there's one in, uh uh uptown and there's now one at malcolm yards as well it's awesome
2: it's maybe now that you said that one maybe the four for, i don't know
0: a lot of good stuff There's
2: good good options i'm excited
0: all right and then we'll go quickly through what's going on with the world of sports um athlete of the year we have carl anthony the towns a man is it emmanuel reynoso I think yes that's what yes it
2: is. are you sure we want him on there you know what he happened <laughs> recently well we'll talk about in the sports jorge cast,
0: polanco uh anthony edwards justin jefferson and Kirill Kaprizov, make Oof. up our Athlete of the Year. Um, Rookie of the Year, we have Anthony Edwards and Kareel Kaprizov. One should have won the Rookie of the Year. One did win the Rookie of the Year. Two great choices there. And we have Minnesota Sports Team of the Year. This was hard. This was hard. Ugh, tough year. We, we might just can't, we might cancel the award. We might yeah. have to. We have it as the Minnesota Wild and the Minnesota Golden Gopher football team.
2: Sad. I'm not really happy with either. Sad. Sad it's all potential on on one side and i think that's realized potential for the the gophers and you're kind of like oh i guess that's them peaking is like beating yeah. wisconsin one time yeah so yeah pretty sad i think we kind of could mail this one in but you know we'll still have a debate about it It'd be fun
0: absolutely all right guys it's time to move on into do we care
2: thanks um, for doing that by the way eric i know that's a lot of work yeah, to look. talk about all of that yeah yeah you went through it very nice we got through it um and so what in like a few weeks before so we'll do it like one of the last episodes, right? Yeah. One of the yeah. last episodes. Episodes of the year. Yeah. And then the following week, we get to do the the precap, which is always really fun. And we get to talk about all the cool shit that's going to happen next year.
0: Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're diving into Do We Care? We're going to start with Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. The trailer dropped. I know a lot of people are skeptical, and they deserve people to be skeptical. But I am feeling pretty excited about this movie not because they deserve my excitement or even my trust um, but because this franchise i think is too big to fail and they did such an absolutely atrocious job with the first movie um remember they had they had Grindelwald but he was played by Colin Farrell Colin Farrell, yep. and then at the end of the movie he like took his face off and he was Johnny Depp and then Johnny Depp got into like legal trouble and then he turned into Mad <laughs> mickelson I mean, it's, it's been a fucking problem. They thought that they could Mads market... Mads Mickelson's going to take his face out. It's going to be Adrian Brody. Yes, I, I mean- would like that. I would like that. Um, I, I will say that I uh, think they really made a mistake. They thought that they were going to sell all of these toys, I think, with the Fantastic Beasts part, but no one was interested in that. Eddie Redmayne was on top of the world. Have you ever half tried to them- show that
2: movie to a kid?
0: Half of them They'd were-
2: be so fucking bored.
0: And they were,
1: half of the, the beasts were like stuck in water. Yeah. Like in the fish tank at his house or whatever. It was, yeah. It was bizarre.
0: Ridiculous. They really fucked it up. Um, the movie was really boring and confusing. It was like this like old timey, like flapper New York thing. And it Like was fast just...
2: talking, hey? And I'm like, yeah. wow, I hate this yeah. so hard. I
0: really hated it. And I, I think that the, their issue is that they made so many mistakes and they didn't want to start over. So instead, they've just been punished with having to like fix everything. <laughs> Um, and completely change the focus of the story. The thing that brings me hope is that Jude Law is fucking great. Yeah. Dumbledore is a character we really truly care about and have for you know twenty years now. And getting that backstory with a big time actor like Jude Law in his adversary, who will be um, Mads Mikkelsen. I think that is stuff is going to be can't miss. And I think they're going to have to kind of recreate what the focus on the other characters looks like. I think that this is the beginning of uh, a better Harry Potter universe that we should have gotten five years ago.
2: I agree. I, with, I want to believe all yeah. that, Eric. And you you can hype me up, man. You can get me going on shit I shouldn't have no business being excited about. Uh, OBX. Um, but I don't think it's working on this one, man. I thought the trailer was boring. I didn't enjoy the first one at all for all the reasons you said. Didn't really love the second one either. Uh, this one was a whole lot of Eddie Redmayne, and he's not doing a good job in this character, and I don't care about a zoologist. Too much Eddie Redmayne. I me. mean, it's Magical Beast, right? And they already kind of made the bed, and now they're going to lie in it for 18 fucking movies? It, I mean, by it, the way, also, one other thing. Is J.K. Rowling going to get a nickel, a dime off my movie ticket? Yeah. Because I'm not super psyched to give her any yet? fucking money. How does she not canceled yet? Oh, my God. She, she's done. She's done.
0: She's toxic and, and like can't be touched. Like no one will ever work with her again. And so to me, until
1: they want a property that they can make a ton
2: of money on, I
0: don't of. think that there's an. I don't think she has a creative bone left in her body. And I think that it's un. Like here's the thing. She comes Harry, up. What
2: are you talking about? She comes up with new ways to antagonize trans people every single day. I, I That's get it. very I get, creative. I
0: get it. But here's the thing. Harry Potter has done nothing but be good for people around the world for kids around the world for adults around the world sure. it's a beautiful yeah. story that we shouldn't have to cancel a cool universe no, we a don't. story because jk Rowling I sucks. i didn't say
1: harry potter i said yeah she canceled yeah so. she sucks there's uh, right. there's What's been that?
2: studies but just quick i okay. just want to mention something positive then because there's been studies that have said that um kids that have read the books and watched the movies and participated in the harry potter universe are like on average more likely to be tolerant to consider people like with special needs and all these other things it's like it there is some correlation that, that the books have been good for kids so in that regard it's still a positive thing it's just dude how did she blow it this bad she's just tainting her entire legacy anyway uh i agree with that back to the trailer yeah the trailer
1: i thought it was kind of a snooze fest um i don't really particularly want to hear eddie redmayne talking softly <laughs> About the little creatures, and because then he's got to do he's like nervous again. Yeah. Oh my god! Just get him out. Get, yeah. Get, write him out. I, I know that they out. already stuck with him, but like kill
2: him in yeah. this one. Just kill him. Okay, I don't that's, care. You're so right. Um, It'll be so tragic, and it will really shape how Dumbledore, you know, is in the next three movies. He'll we just really wrote think it. about his friend Eddie, whatever the. We, f- I don't even know it's Newt. Newt. Um, Scamander. He's got to go. He's, he's got to go. go.
1: Um, I thought. I'm not going to call it fan service but like going back to Hogwarts um I think is a very I don't know you I know, think they're points
2: doing it to Hufflepuff and all that stuff. I think they're stuff. doing it a yeah, lot yeah.
1: sooner than they wanted to because as Eric alluded to they fucked this up so badly that they yeah. got to go back to some of the hits that that got them where they were. So mm-hmm. um yeah. I feel like the story is a little bit rushed. Um we don't know a lot about what, you know, is going, going on with Tom Riddle. Is it Tom Riddle? At who's the who's point. the other young kid? That's oh, that's Tom Riddle. That's I'll, good.
0: Yeah.
1: I forget his name. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. not
0: important. Oh, that guy? Yeah. He's going to be that important. Blew up, that blew up the mountain
1: yeah. at the end of the second one, mm-hmm. which, again, I didn't understand. Um, So moving on, Um, I think this trailer is just okay. I don't even know if it's worth going to see in the theaters.
2: We'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see what initial reactions are and all those things. For that. It's early, but like, I just wasn't that impressed with this trailer. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, I definitely care. Of course, we all care.
0: Care a lot. Need Harry Potter back in my life in a good way and not just bad movies. Yeah, All yeah. right, next up, we have Sonic 2, the trailer. You loved Sonic 1.
2: I wouldn't say I loved it. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, adult or ki- my kids really loved it. And I enjoyed it a lot, okay? um, It's really fun. The CG's good. The action's good. It's got a very coherent plot. Jim Carrey is like a scene stealer every time as Robotnik. Really, really funny. Um, I'm excited. And this trailer, like, if you were a fan of the video games they are giving you exactly what you want as, for me, a 35-year-old dude who loved the Sonic games. You got Knuckles. You got Tails. Not only this, okay, so what would most studios do? They're like, well, we got to recast every single role as somebody super famous, right? We got to bring in people, you know, name recognition.
1: Chris Pratt. Let's get Aubrey
2: Plaza to do the Tails voice, okay? They're like, nobody can do Tails better than the original video game voice actor who they brought back and hired for the movie. Like that. That's unheard of. That's so cool. So, I'm psyched on this movie. Uh, Knuckles is a straight badass. Can't wait. Michael Bay did
1: that with Optimus Prime. Oh, they did. He, he did. He brought the uh, video game guy. Yeah, Leonard Cullen, I
0: think is his name.
2: Okay. Well, that's cool. Anyway, that's a nice Ed- little tidbit. Anyway. Edward, that's okay. That's the vampire. Sorry. All right. Uh, Cowboy- his last name's Cullen, though. Cowboy <laughs>
0: Bebop is officially canceled.
2: <sighs> Sorry, Jim. That's too bad. I mean, I'm actually glad it's canceled. What I'm sad about is that it sucked. <laughs> the sad thing was when I tried to watch it. And it wasn't any good. And you sent us and all the I trailer,
1: quit. and we're like, dude, John Cho looks great. John, the,
2: I was like, look at these costumes. It looks so good. And then you watch it, and you're like, this is bad. Just bad. So RIP to what could have been.
1: Real quick, I came across a clip. I have no context of the scene. I came across a clip, and it was like 15 seconds. I sent it to Jimbo. Yeah. And it's this woman and a dude, a black woman and a black dude. And she was saying something, and he goes, well, that sounds like blackmail. And she goes, "Well, honey, it is because you are black and a
2: male." And you're like, yeah, "I was like, I'm whoa. glad I didn't watch this piece of shit." <laughs> and Jimbo goes, "Didn't even
1: get that far." I didn't
2: see <laughs> that. Must have been episode two because I don't think I made it past one. So, yeah, don't care. That's too bad, though.
0: All right, uh, next up we have Nick Offerman is going to be in the Last of Us with Tom Holland.
2: I think it's perfect. The Last Wait, of Us. No, no, no. Holland. That's Uncharted. He's in Uncharted. The Last of Us has uh, your guy Pedro, and oh. it's got not Ellen Page, but it's got the yeah, yeah, yeah. Bella Ramsey or mm-hmm, whatever from mm. um, the Little same Bear. game in my mind. Okay, they're so different.
0: Same game in my mind, <laughs> but in your mind, that's what you said. In your mind, Last of Us is your the one. Is, a is the Last place. of Us is the one where everyone's like a zombie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncharted, the is, Uncharted the is like Uncharted the, is like Indiana Treasure Jones. Hunting. They were yeah. like they were like Lara Lara Croft. Croft but with a guy. Yes. PlayStation exclusive, yeah,
2: Mm. yeah, Um, and that movie's like that might have actually come and gone. So he's in, so he's, I think it's still coming, but dude, no one cares.
0: So he's in the zombie one.
2: Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman is in the zombie one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's. But that's fine. I mean, he's gonna like you need. It's gonna be a very dark and sad show. It better be right because the the game is it like has to be yeah just fucking brutal to play. I mean, it just wears on you. Best game I ever played. Best story in any video game Fantastic. ever. Fantastic. But it's a dark and slow and scary shit. So it's like Nick Offerman. Not only can he be like kind of gritty and you know, like he literally is like a survivalist already. Uh, he's funny. So I think this is great casting. I think I don't really know who the role of quote Bill is. Do you remember Bill from the game? I do not. Don't remember Bill. I don't but, remember uh, any of the names. No, I don't remember the names. Don't care. Um, but I'm psyched to have him part of it. He's a good actor. Uh, it, it, he should be able to kind of lighten up a couple scenes here and there, maybe.
0: Okay, next up we have yet another Sar- South Park special. Is this post-COVID? post
2: Like
1: post-COVID returns or something? I don't know. Um, I The first one was un- pretty unwatchable. Not funny. I have no intentions of watching the next one. I don't care.
2: Neither do I. Thanks for watching the first one, so I didn't have to. Don't care about this one. Don't I really care. wanted to like it. Yeah. I just don't. It sucked. Yeah,
0: I, I like South Park, but I don't know if I like their special. I agree. I think they're kind of bad.
2: Like the Tegrity Farms one was mm, yeah. really bad.
0: Okay, uh, next up, trailer for Winning Time, which is going to be on <sighs> HBO Max. It's coming out in March. What do you guys think?
2: Dude, this got to be one of my this most is the, anticipated the shows.
0: fictional Lakers show based in reality, right?
2: Yeah. Now, you think like... It's checking off a lot of those same boxes from before, which is a period piece, biopic. But this one's like a hard comedy and I think it's gonna be pretty silly. It's got John C. Riley. It's got like you know, it's gonna have like Magic Johnson as one of the characters. It's like that era which I don't know that much about like I'm not some kind of sports the Showtime history Showtime Lakers baby Yeah it's the Showtime Lakers I don't really know what that means I think it was them rising up as a dynasty and starting to win titles like every year like they did for a it's, super long it's time It's
0: Pat Riley, you okay. Magic, Kareem Dude all the all James, the people that you
2: that you just listed are like grade A awesome actors It's Adam McKay, you know he keeps making these fucking amazing big cast ensemble movies that are like this is Adam McKay. Yeah, he's he's producing fuck. I and love then Adam he's K. got a he's directing some of it. Jonah Hill directed um, episode 2. Uh, it, this is just going to be like this is gonna be cool. essential as hell. It's going to be a big show. It's on HBO. We're all going to watch it. I'm very very excited for it. The teaser know? was tiny. It was like nothing but Do You know I'm when it comes psyched. out? Uh, March, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's coming up. So, I'm psyched on it. Uh, I think it's called win- yeah, Winning Time. HBO. Can't winning
0: wait. Time? Okay. And then finally we have uh, Word of extraction two coming out. This is uh Netflix Russo Brothers show or movie starring Helmsworth. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Helm. And this <laughs> Who's at the Helm? Um, he it, spoiler alert, we didn't know if he lived after the first one, but it he yeah. he sent some stuff out <laughs> really this week Weird. saying that yes, he indeed is alive and he is recording the next one. Um, <laughs> Reports this, of my death were greatly exaggerated. This movie was so cool and had less plot than any movie i've ever watched in my life
1: couldn't agree more they
0: were pretty much like hey you have to rescue a kid and then that was the entire plot of the whole movie you have to
1: take this little kid (laughs) and take him here yeah and there's gonna be a bunch of people
0: standing in your way and nothing else is gonna happen in the story the rest of the time except (laughs) for guns you're just gonna like kill people lots of guns in a bunch of one-take scenes
2: i don't know maybe i need a little story dude in my life did you watch it I tried, and I quit. I quit well, halfway through. How much
1: story was in John Wick 1? They killed his dog. That was the story. Yeah, And then and he I, killed all of them. And
2: I thought that movie was only okay. Oh, really? And then you I didn't, didn't watch it? 2 or 3. Oh, or I didn't whatever. watch 2 or 3. It's the same thing. I tried thing. to watch 2, and it was boring. It's fucking boring. So, um, I don't know. But Baba Yaga. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll watch this. I'll try. I thought, I, I thought be Extraction
1: two, 1 was just, like, stupid fun. Okay. Like, just silly. Of course.
2: Maybe I should go pick it up and but try it's just, to finish it.
1: It's just an action flick.
2: Yeah. But I like a lot of action flicks, and I didn't. I think I like some humor in my action flicks, and there was none. There was no speaking. There's no. Uh, There's no lines.
1: <laughs> There's no tickle scene like the mummy.
0: It was pretty much like it was pretty much like a bunch of interns for the Russo brothers set up a bunch of cool locations and shots, and hired a bunch of not no name people, and then they came in and were like, for the next two weeks, we're only going to record the coolest looking action scenes. Ever. And they're like, we don't have a script. And they're like, fuck it. <laughs> <They're>
1: like, <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. It's going to look sick. What the hell do you need a script for? we got the demolition guy here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. I actually thought the first one was a lot of fun, even though I don't know if it was good at all. But that's okay. Because we're going to talk later about something that we watched that was fun and not good at all. Okay. Um, all right. Next up, Hot Rex and Not Rex. The only place to start is with the best show of the season. That was Succession. A big time. Ninth episode. Finale, yeah. Um, that left me at least wanting a lot more. Oh, I, th- I want a lot more. I thought that this show was essential. I think it. If it doesn't win a, the show of the year for a lot of people, or even us, it's definitely going to be in the mix with everyone. I thought nine episodes was a bizarre length for this. um But was I, it
2: ten on season one and two? Yeah. Okay. But
0: I do think that this this um, show is very essential, and I think that less might be more. As in, I don't know how much more they're going to do of this show. And I think that might be okay. It's really some of the best acting and dialogue that I've ever seen on a TV show. Yep. And I thought season three was loads of fun. And uh, I think you said earlier, it was like people competing on screen. That's how it feels. It's like an acting competition as they're all trying to like outdo each other on screen and with the acting that they're doing in real life. I, I don't know. I thought it was fantastic. And I thought this season was really good if you bailed on succession or you're behind or you never started it i do think it's a show that you probably should watch
2: yeah i agree with everything you said um no reason to take this opportunity to gripe on anything i i have a couple of opinions on just how they plot it um but what what's there really to complain about when i tune in every week right away um i'm captivated when i'm watching it i'm entertained it's it's a it's a comedy. I mean, it's a drama, yes, but it's hilarious. I mean, it's so funny. It's so smart. Um, I love the show. I don't know, just seriously, some of the best performances ever.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to add. Yeah. Every, I mean, everything you guys said covers it very well.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for. I hope that there there needs to be like we're announcing sixteen more episodes, two seasons of eight. Let's go, and then we'll know they're working towards this kind of end game. That would be that would be big for me. And then we can have
1: like a pool of like what random star that it may or may not be washed
2: up will show up for one or two episodes in season four Mickey Rourke is going to show right. up. Yeah. I mean, it, you never know. And that is kind of part of the fun is like the cameos they get and everybody just shows up with their fucking A game when they're going to get, you know, 10 minutes of succession. They're going to make the most of it.
1: Well, and you have to nail it.
2: Yeah. Otherwise.
1: And you know, like the, one of the main directors is Mark Mylod. I know. From Game of Thrones. It's actually
2: a weird like who writes it? It's like Will Ferrell and Adam McKay produced it. Yep. Which is, they don't even have, well, they, they don't have a production company. They dissolved their company. I think over- they just fronted the money. Yeah. Did you know that like they had their production company, Will Ferrell and, and Adam McKay, best friends, and Will Ferrell really wanted to be in the Showtime Lakers. And they they cast, he cast John C. Riley instead and didn't tell Will Ferrell. And like, he was like afraid to tell him. And then Will Ferrell like disowned him, shut down the company, won't talk to him whoa so that's another reason we have to watch Showtime dude they Lakers.
1: were they were friends since like the funnier die i know website days they've been best like, friends yeah. and
2: like own this company together and they haven't talked in like a year and a half or something weird. so yeah kind of crazy but um it's a weird it's a very unique show i mean it's it's like west wing um with the writing but it's it, the way they deliver the dialogue is much more believable uh i don't know it's just I, i've never seen anything like it it's brilliant
0: it's like uh, West Wing meets the politics of Game of Thrones. Yeah, with absolutely no violence.
1: Well, right. but I would I would disagree with that only slightly because everyone in, or a lot of people in Game of Thrones are like very cunning and very smart. And really, there's only one cunning player in the Roy mm, family. You know what mm, I
0: mean? Maybe in the Roy family, yeah. but there's I, I said in the Roy family, haunts, but there are some, some real sharks. cunning oh, no, no, no. people. On I get show.
1: that. I'm just saying, like, there's one gatekeeper, yeah. and it ain't the kids.
0: Right. 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 All right, uh, next up. You guys both watched Power of the Dog, one of the big movies of the year.
1: Jimbo talked about it last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a chance to watch it this week. I was confused. I was
2: perplexed. I was bored initially. I didn't know what was going on. You text me like, does anything happen? I'm like, more towards the end. Stick with it. I'm glad you did. And I watched it all the way to the end, and I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. I'm I'm
1: super happy that I finished it. It was it's fucked up man yeah it's like it's it's a very strange western period piece but man when you the reason you can finish it is because benedict cumberbatch is at his best yeah like he's he's at his apex
2: here like and i love kirsten dunst too and it's cool to see her and jesse plemons back together like they were in fargo they did a season of fargo together as husband and wife so i think it's it's a a really really good movie it's a great movie you can't really deny it it's not going to be for everybody it's slow pacing it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, but it's a thinker too. Like Ryan, you and I have texted about it and that's kind of fun, right? There's not a lot of, you can, you don't text about extraction. No. You go, Hey, that was like, you know, a lot of guns. That was cool. Um, this is like, what do you think this was about? And when did he turn into this? And yeah, very strange. Yeah. It's, it's dude, it's a good movie. I mean, it's going to sweep a lot of shit. So I How, think for that reason, it's, it's might be must watch.
1: Did you ever think at any point, like, cause it happened to me like three times that Jesse Clemens was... Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, I know. There, there were times where I'm like, where your your brain kind of wanders just a little bit.
2: And I was like, damn, that's Philip C. No, that's Jesse Plemons. He like, looks just fucking like him, dude. I was
1: so... Like, I kept thinking of the movie The Master.
2: Right. And or I was they were like... They both a little on the heavier side. A little on the
1: heavier or... side with the little mustache. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like the same mannerisms, like very uh, kind of slow and, and intentional. Yeah. Anyway,
2: it just kind of took me out a couple of times. Not, not took me out, but like it was very weird in my brain so i think the moral of this is right is like if you want to get a head start on like the short list for picture of the year watch it um and if best, you get bored halfway through uh keep watching because at that point you're an hour away from like some pr- really cool ending with you know uh things that happen twisty stuff so dude it's a it's
0: a wreck all right guys and then the best bad the 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 what? worst good show okay I was going to say the best bad show, but I'm going to go with the worst good show that there is. Disney Plus is Hawkeye. I think it
2: might be the best bad show. Snooze Fest. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the worst thing a show can be, which is boring. I think uh, it's entertainment after all, right? It's pretty boring. Um, Once again, they've counted on audiences to just care because it's Marvel. And they're going to give you everything in the last two episodes because I've watched four. And it's sort of wasted my time. But now, what do you think I'm going to quit now?
0: I, I think two that hours
2: left. No, I'm going to finish it. The
0: reason I said it's the the worst good show is because I think that the reason that we're hard on the show is because there's established characters already in it. I think if this was just a random show that didn't have um, Hawkeye in it and mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner and it was characters we didn't know in a universe we didn't know, we'd probably like the show more. Yeah. But because it's Marvel, we're kind of like, it's kind of bad Marvel. Yeah. And I think that's the well, that worst sense. part of it. So I don't hate this show by any means, but I would say I, I am disappointed.
2: Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. Wow. I think it can be, I mean, what a,
1: what a dad line, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not upset that you made a terrible show, but I am pretty disappointed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Disney. I mean, come on, do better. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, we're going to watch the last couple episodes. I, I think we're going to get a villain. Um, I think I have my theories. I don't think I'm that excited about the, the what I think the reveal is going to be. Uh, we got a character from Black Widow that showed up. That was supposed to be a big deal that the actress herself fucking spoiled it at 10 a.m. on the day the episode dropped. On Friday. Some um, bullshit. And I look at Instagram every 45 seconds or so. <laughs> so I definitely saw that immediately i was like wow great the one the one moment that could have made me smile that episode is now gone and now i'm just waiting for that moment to happen uh so i wasn't psyched about that but uh you know whatever it's it's something i'm gonna finish and i hope that in two weeks we can say at least it finished strong that's what i'm hoping for
1: i don't know that it's going to Uh, (laughs) um we'll talk off air about some of the things that i felt were uh bizarre yeah i don't want to i don't want to give away anything because it was only a couple days ago that the last episode came out
2: but. yeah exactly all right
0: guys it's time for <laughs> merry rewatch you filthy animals and this week we watched minnesota's most famous christmas movie <laughs>
1: is it not the most famous movie, but the most famous Christmas, Christmas yeah. movie.
0: Christmas yeah. movie. Jingle All the Way, uh, which I felt um, like I was a much bigger fan of because it was talking a lot about Minnesota. Wait, wait. Well, yeah.
1: Is Mighty Ducks considered a Christmas movie? No. no, Because they go to the Ice Palace and shit. Yeah. It's not no, really that's Christmassy,
2: though. a stretch. Though. I'm just... Yeah. Well, so is Die Hard. <laughs>
1: no, that's <laughs> not a stretch. Um,
0: so... Yeah, this movie was wild. One... This movie was way more inappropriate than I was expecting.
2: Yeah, there's a couple jokes in there that wouldn't play on any rating scale, and it just wouldn't make make the cut of a movie, just racist stuff. and
0: Racist stuff, sexist stuff, (laughs) sexual things. This was a definite... I kept asking myself, was this a fake kids movie? It's actually an adult movie? And I was like... No, this is supposed to be a kids movie with some very adult humor (laughs) built into it. Yeah, that isn't
2: necessarily even that funny. It just is in there. Um,
0: I think that this movie. Okay, so it it made me rethink my thoughts on Christmas movies in hmm. general, and I I I was only thinking about it from a lens, a podcast lens, while while I was watching this. So what I realized about this movie is that it was fucking terrible. But it was bad. But it was um, exactly what I want. In a Christmas movie like um, a Christmas movie to me should be all this crazy shit is happening because the holiday season is really stressful. Mm. And I think that that is just the easiest way to tell a fun Christmas story. Hey, we all love the holidays and we all love this kitschy bullshit. But in reality, this whole time is hectic and stressful and bad things happen because we're trying to make it perfect. Mm. And that's what like all good Christmas movies seem to have to me. Every good Christmas movie kind of tells that same story, and so I thought this movie was a lot of fun. Even though I can't point to a single person who was a good actor, I can't point to a single (laughs) scene that was very memorable. Sinbad? You didn't like Sinbad? (laughs) I I thought that this was one of the worst acted movies that I have ever seen. Dude, how cringy was
1: the phone call scene even at the beginning with Arnold?
0: Oh, just he. I mean, he's never
2: been. He's always gotten a pass. Sure. You know, he's Donald. He doesn't have to be a good actor, but he's done a lot better work than this. So, the one thing that I that one of my takeaways throughout this movie was how Minnesota centric it is. So, it's got so I read this like long article about it's actually published on this new, like, I think it's called Racket Minnesota Racket, and it's like the new city pages, which is a cool everybody should go follow that and pay attention, got it. which is cool. And they did like this oral history because it's been exactly 25 years since the movie came out. Um, I think it's yeah, so, anyways. There's some weird shit about this movie. So this was a time when Minnesota was pioneering the tax breaks for movies. Okay, okay. So this is before Atlanta just decided to outdo everybody and make it. We'll pay you to fucking make your movie here. Like it's right. they beat everybody. Canada does the same thing. Nobody films movies here anymore or it's anywhere. Pretty but much those Atlanta, two places.
0: Atlanta, Vancouver, yeah, and maybe um, and in LA still if Pit- they have to. But. LA or uh, New
2: Mexico, Pittsburgh, too. New Mexico, and that's some. just because they have big stars that don't want to travel. Yeah. But I mean, like it's it's crazy. But we were, like, pioneering that. So, we were on a hell of a fucking tear, okay? We had Mighty Ducks, one and two. We had Fargo before those. And then we had Grumpy Old Men. So, we, like... This movie was essentially those are all made... kind of bangers. This movie was, like, more made by, like, the Minnesota, like, government board that was trying to get, like, movies made here than anybody else. That's why it's, like, so fucking accurate mm-hmm. to, like... They have to put in all the Minnesota locations. It's like a big tourism ad.
0: I mean It kind of
2: was. It was crazy. They even had like KQRS. Like when is the when is Lake the radio Rinataka, station the actual radio station? The actual radio station. It's yeah. never. I mean, it's just like I have a list of all the places they went. It was like they had to have shots of the skyline. This movie was made. By the fucking tourism board, dude. Essentially, yeah, for sure. it's crazy.
0: I also thought that the fact that they had the fake bomb that ended up being the real bomb that blew up the police, the but they didn't die. <laughs> they didn't die. Whoa. I was, when it happened, I was like, what? Wow. That was so much that would never happen in a movie ever unless it was like a terrible violent rated r movie
2: so and this is you know the other funny thing is like do you remember in the first when we mer- first meet sinbad he's got his postal stuff on and he starts getting really mad and like everyone's kind of stepping back like they're scared of him this do you remember that the era before this is gonna get dark but so is the movie <laughs> um before like m- mass shootings were like really a thing and there was just sometimes the postal workers would just shoot themselves up mm-hmm and it was called Going Postal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Do you remember Going Postal? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a joke at the time. It was like funny. And I think that's like what a lot of these jokes were with this guy was he was just going postal and ha Don't worry about him. He's just everyone's like afraid of the postal office people. Oh, that was a pure time, wasn't it? I just
0: I, I couldn't. If we believe had only known this, that that was a precursor. The, the end of the movie when he's Turbo Man is so bad but it, it also needs to happen, though, because worked. the movie needs something. It also worked for me. I-, I don't know why. I'm like ashamed to say I liked this movie. I mean,
2: I- I'm going to give it, like, later, I'm going to give it a rotten score, but that doesn't mean I'm not glad it exists. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? Yeah, no. I'm and waiting. I
2: don't even ever need to see it again, but I'm mm-hmm. glad I watched it this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. Okay. I think we should give our scores.
1: Okay, this, this movie, real quick, I just Do you have wanna... any
2: notes or weird things you want to bring up about it? I, I took a bunch, and I don't know why I did, because I... Phil Hartman's second-to-last movie, and I thought he was actually really good. Phil Hartman's great in everything. How about Not... this one, when the, the, the guy's like, oh, sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant.
0: They don't Whoa. say that anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you remember that? Did you hear it? No, I did God, I have that. a whole list of horrible shit they said They in said this movie. some
0: really rough things.
2: They said crazy shit, um... Yeah, weird. I mean, like the Santa Criminal <laughs> Ring on Nicolet Island. Yeah, they go into like a warehouse there, and it's like wild. Anyways, I just had a couple notes. I, I what about oh, and the- by the way, Anakin and little Annie Skywalker was in it.
0: Yeah, and you had um, you had the the giant, the wrestler on the big show.
2: Oh, that was Big
0: Show. Yes, and he punched the little person, like put a hole in yards. It. it actually, I it shouldn't have made me laugh, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> It was so stupid, but I had a good time watching it. I, I'm ashamed to say what I did. So, all right, I guess I didn't put my score down. Um, this is I'll the just movie. Have to come up with it off the top, but this is the movie that
1: anytime someone says to me, "Elf is overrated," I'm gonna be like, "Go watch Jingle All the Way, and you'll realize Elf is actually pretty good comparatively."
2: Oh, Elf's elf's legit but
1: there I, there are people that next. feel like elf is like too it's like completely overhyped and shouldn't be and i'll be like go watch jingle all the way and then you'll kind of realize like that shit's not as good yeah and elf is better so um i'm going with like a 41 and i feel like that's kind
2: of generous that's pretty generous uh i'm
0: not going to change my score based on what you said i'm going to give the exact score that i've been thinking this whole time that was a 42 no wow yeah really that's
2: actually insane uh i'm have a much more realistic score of a 28 <laughs> this probably, movie this movie was probably decent this movie, mean, movie was dude, terrible he punches a reindeer yeah so hard he
0: like hurt him and he said this is not the day and then
2: and then later he's like wasted drinking beer with the with the reindeer like he's drunk as shit and then an hour later he's like like saving the day as power man like he left from there right to the the thing his his family was already at the parade at this time uh-huh. so he was drunk throughout the entire end of the movie
0: uh, yeah, this it's movie just was, it was... It was hectic and really fun and just atrociously bad. Yeah. Like, just some of the worst writing and some of the worst um, acting. But that's I'm glad okay. we did it, though.
2: You know, we're a Minneapolis podcast. We had to represent this movie, and I don't know when I would have watched it if it wasn't for this. And now you know you can't watch it with your kids. I did watch it with them. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. They loved it. They've been racist against Chinese people ever since. I've been trying <laughs> to get them to... <laughs> They're like, Dad, <laughs> tell me the dog joke again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's bad. So uh, they they enjoyed it actually, you know, more than you'd think because it was super silly.
0: All right, guys, this week we're gonna watch. Wait
1: till Billy says that at school. Yeah, he comes in from recess. Boy, I'm sweating. The like fucked a dog up thing is, is right?
2: that they were like, Dad, what does that mean? I had to explain to them that like, there's a there used to be this. You know, I had to tell them the whole background of how you shouldn't say this stuff and why people would. It's just, it was not a great conversation. My wife was there, didn't fucking help me out. She didn't say a word, just sat back and laughed. So, yeah, not great, but they won't be saying that in school, actually.
0: All right. And uh, this week, we're going to be watching a famous Christmas movie called The Santa Claus.
2: Right wing
1: misogynist, (laughs) Tim uh, (laughs) Allen, drunk uh, Tim Allen.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, did people really think he was going to be a, a good guy before no. he was famous? He oh, got oh, he did oh. prison time for like drugs s- and smuggling. Yeah. No, yeah. like trying to transport like pounds and pounds of cocaine through an airport. So yeah, it's a drugs. Yeah. 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 Um. I can't wait for this movie. I have very fond memories Me of too. this
0: movie. Me too.
2: Another movie, though, where there's a lot of, like, a guy is too busy for his family at work. Yes. What, okay. And then the Think holidays look, are Christmas Scott, Scott. Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely this one is going to be a big one for that. Um, you know, the last Probably one. Probably Home Alone because they were too
0: busy doing anything. But We don't anything. really know
2: what the dad did, but he made a lot of money.
0: He made a lot of money not parenting well.
2: Yeah had a lot of kids too too many apparently Boy, to what a theme of. what how many like but christmas uh, story? it goes on and on yeah dude i mean it's like there's always scenes in offices for these movies and I don't...
0: there's always scenes of like dads neglecting their sons but then having a change of heart
2: as if that redeems them yeah because like, it's christmas yeah <laughs> <laughs> january 1st Better
0: <laughs> get back to work all right guys that is all the time we have on this episode check out our sports cast and uh Let us know what you think about our Nordy nominations. You can vote on some of the stuff. Give us your ideas on what you think should win. Tell us what we missed and what we got wrong. And uh, we'll be back with you guys here next week on the Nordy's Podcast.